Welcome to another Barbershare Podcast. My name is Michael Banks. I'm honored to be your host. In this episode, we're going to take a look at burnout and what to do when, you know, when you're in that burnout. Uh, We had some great content put together by Mr. Stay Fresh Cuts himself, Kyle Brown, and Dude Can Cut Johnny Griffin um, just recently on, you know, YouTube and social media. And they they gave some really, really um, dope content, you know, pertaining to burnout and balance and family life balance and things of that nature. But some of y'all are in burnout. Y'all are in that y'all are in that season right now at this moment where you're about to call it quits. You're about to do something else. You're about to get a part time job. Haircutting is about to be something that you kind of do in the spare time. And um, or if you're like me, you're so far in it. And you're so drained and you're so just out of it that it's starting to affect your work. So I've been in this industry for over two decades and I know exactly what it's like to be burnt out. As a matter of fact, in all transparency, I am burnt out. I am burnt out from doing a lot of a lot of different things. Um, and I just want to talk about my process and how I've learned over the years to manage going through our burnout because this is um, becoming such a a, um, a big thing where I'm noticing that it's happening to more and more people um, I want to kind of put the focus on barbershare to focus on really not only help you step your game up behind the chair with the clippers in your hand raising your hand but there are a lot more with mindset there are a lot more with i guess mental health um you know last year 2022 i had one of the best performing years of my career i couldn't even really enjoy it for simple reason that you know between debt and cash flow issues you know not you know you know that can easily burn you out um you know being in a being in a situation where you're spread too thin being in a being in a situation where You got too much going on that's requiring of you mentally not having balance um, with uh, the type of work that you're doing uh, with with personal time that can quickly just burn you out. And um, I I know what it's like to to feel like you're ready to just throw in a towel because it's it's like no matter how much you give the either the business or the people involved in the business or in your personal life are requiring more than you're able to give out. So um while Johnny and, and, and Kyle gave great, great perspective on on um avoiding burnout, um, you know, or coming back from a burnout, like um, you know, this one is dedicated towards 
if you're in that season of burnout and you're just trying to manage. But first, we before we get into um, just this may be like two main points on on um, managing through burnout. Let's take a look at our sponsor. So technically, I don't even have a sponsor, but this product is so dope that I feel like I need to just put a spotlight on it. Cal Brown from Stay Fresh Cuts, he has a product line called Ethos Hair Care System. He left a sample with me. And when I tell you from first use, I saw amazing results and I can't wait to get a hold of it for my clients. We're only talking about shampoo and condition, but the way it broke down the hair, the way it cleared up the scalp, the dryness got rid like he gave me just the sample. And I <laughs> listen to me. If you like the work that I do, if you like the content that I put out, trust me when I say ethos hair care systems is dope. It is dope. I'm going to have the link in my description section of this podcast, and I'll be talking a lot more about Ethos Hair Care System. This ain't your wife shampoo. Okay, so like dealing with burnout. Many of us, when we're going through situations, we are um, looking for help in many different places. Some of us are looking for mentors. Some of us are getting coaching. Some of us are um, going to classes and going to networking events and conferences and different things like that. And and um, some, if you're, you know, what we may have in common, you know, you may be at church you may get in your word trying to develop more of your spiritual life and that's more me so I'm I'm just gonna just you know just kind of just speak from my perspective of, of what I've learned over the years and what I'm currently doing one of my favorite passages of scriptures that I have been going to a lot lately actually has been Psalms 42 Psalms 42, it, you know, it's the first the first couple of lines is, is something that we hear in a lot of like worship songs. It um, starts off as the as the deer longs for streams of water. So I long for you. Oh, God, I thirst for God, the living God. And we have songs that 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 have these lines, however, David is writing in the Psalms that he's looking for God. His soul is thirsting for God. If you continue reading on, he's thirsting for God. And he talks about how his tears are like food because his enemies is taunting him. He's in a situation where he needs the very presence of God because he's faced with turmoil from his enemies. They're taunting him and he needs the very presence presence of God he goes on to say my heart is breaking as I remember how it used to be so that means that 
being in the presence of God where he felt full. He's not feeling that. And he's looking for it and he's not getting it. That entire psalm, he never gets resolution. One part that really stands out. that he says I remember how I used to be I walked among the crowds of worshipers and leading a great celebration why am I discouraged why is my heart so sad but look at how he contrasts it in the next verse look how he contrasts it in the next line he says, why am, I, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my savior, my God. Um, this is coming from the NLT version, the New Living Translation. Um, actually, my preferred translation to read is the ESV, but New Living Translation, it puts it in a way that I think that whether you are a Bible reader or not, you can get it. You can pick up exactly um, what the writer is writing. And I think what's dope about this particular passage is that David feels some kind of way. But yet, despite how he feels, he chooses to remember what he believes to be true. And I also believe it to be true. It's one of those situations where I'm, you know, we're talking about burnout and we're talking about the barber industry and I'm not personally being taunted by enemies, but you know, that's, that's not the situation. The situation is burnt out, but it's like, I remember what it used to be like being full of energy. Can't wait to get in the shop. Can't wait to pick up my clippers. Can't wait to buy another pair of clippers. Can't wait to work on a certain client and, and I uh, can't being at the shop all day, New Year's, you know, at the shop all night, hanging out, just loving being behind the chair. And then life circumstances just get the best of you. The price of being a, an adult. From, from bills to, you know, responsibilities as a, as a husband and as a father. Um, thinking about the future wondering if I've done what I need to do to make sure that not only my children have a bright future ahead of them, but my grandkids, my great grandkids. And sometimes I'm almost tormented by the things that I have not done, the things that I haven't accomplished. That if today was my last day, feel so heavy because it's things that I have not put in place and just the pure thought of that like that's a that's a fast track to burnout beyond just overworking yourself so let me put this into context the first two times I went into burnout was because I was overworking this past year I actually worked 30% less I worked 30% less and I hit a milestone where my where I hit an income 
that I did not think was possible unless I was to go up on my prices again. But yet I hit it while working 30% less and only using 20% of my service mate. I should be celebrating. And for a moment I was until I started thinking about what I haven't done. Now, yeah, some of you all are probably listening to that. You can identify right away what the issue is. And I got it, you know, I got it. Please, you know, if you feel like commenting, you feel like, you know, opening up that dialogue, you know, write in the comment section. Reach out to me and we'll try to implement more of this conversation in future episodes. But, you know, and transparency, like while I should be celebrating and having a great time and, and you know, don't don't get me wrong. I'm really happy with with the direction of the business and how it's going and what I've been able to accomplish. But I'm so mentally burnt out. It used to be physical burnout, but now it's mental for uh, it's mental burnout. And I think the same applies. So me revisiting Psalms 42 and, and David and looking at David, who's known as a man after God's own heart, who is looking for God and God isn't responding. God isn't showing up. He chooses to remember and think on those things that are true, regardless of how he feels. But that's something that I can learn from that. And I want to share this with you also. Yeah, it's true. You're burnt out. It's true. You're, you're stretched way too thin. It's true that you're, you're, you're overworked and you're underpaid. You're not appreciated. It's true that people are requiring more of you than you're able to physically offer. But it won't always be like that. Seasons change. You're in a season right now where, you know, things are hard. But if you keep pressing, you keep grinding, you keep working, it's going to get better. There's no choice but to get better. And if you're listening to this podcast, and if we're personally connected and I catch wind of your situation, and I know about you being overworked and overwhelmed, you know, can't wait to connect with you to show you how to creatively and strategically navigate through that um, so that you can have the career that you desire. But in the meantime, until we connect and uh, until we have a conversation as content uh, is continuously made on, on the, whether you're listening to this on, on our podcast platforms or you're watching YouTube videos or if you're already a member of our academy. I want to leave you with uh, two big ideas. The first big idea. The reason why I'm calling them big ideas is just a different way of me saying main point. But here's the main point. Here's one of the main points. Contrary to popular belief and contrary to what it's kind of been promoted for the years, it is completely okay for you to be honest how you feel. I know that many people believe that if you begin to 
be honest about how you feel and you say things out loud, you begin to give power to those things. And I get that. I understand why people think that. However, as I get more into studying the brain, the mind, the body's response to trauma, what I realize is that, you know, if you're not completely honest with how you're feeling, you begin to lie to yourself. You begin to put your body in a situation where it doesn't trust the things that you even say out of your mouth. Um, I was reading an article, which I'll put it put in the in the description, and it refers to when you're in a situation where um, where you're not speaking truth. Um, you're not being honest and speaking honestly about what you feel. It may be possible that that type of response of being dishonest may be linked to being a trauma response. Again, everybody is different. I'm not trying to say that every time you're, you're, you know, you just say fine when somebody asks how everything is going, you say fine. It's really not that it must mean you've been in trauma. But I know for me, Personally, I'm interested in exploring if my need to respond that everything is okay and keep everything to myself, if that's a type of trauma response. Um, this past year, I've kind of opened up and discovered some things in counseling and therapy that, uh, man, I didn't even know was like there. I even start remembering things that my brain just like completely like forgot about. Like, and, um, you know, it's relevant because these things actually affect the work behind the chair, you know, whether it's taking me longer to, to, to do the work, spend way too much time on a client because I'm just mentally can't think and then brain fog. And, and, um, you know, you know different things like that um so this is something that i'm 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 really exploring um that you know one reason why you might not be honest about how you feel is that it could be possible trauma response um again it's something you would want to get into a professional counselor or a therapist to look more into that but if you want to just have open dialogue about it you know reach out to me um, see what we come up with. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor, but I'm pretty open and transparent. Um, another thing is that, um, over the years, like I even, you know, notice how we're kind of indirectly taught, even in church, like, like somehow that we believe that, um, that if we honest about what we really feel, then we're sometimes given power to that negative situation, and it's a, and it can begin to oppress you and take over you. And um, look, that's bad doctrine. That's bad preaching. Look, we just seen David, a man after God's own heart, where in in, in his in, in his prayer. He's being honest about what's going on. He's casting his cares upon the Lord, but yet he chooses to remember what is true about the living God. 
Look at the honesty. Look at the pureness in this heart. To just keep it all the way real. God, I'm looking for you and you're not here. I'm sad. I'm discouraged. But I will remember. He says, I will remember. He's making a choice. So, yeah. Be honest about how you feel. Be open. Say it. Don't bottle it up. One of the things that I noticed that once I started talking and I started being honest about how I was feeling, whether it was in my personal life or whether it's frustrations that I still have in my business, there are still things that aren't going right in my business. My retail area is suffering. Cash flow is no. <laughs> being ate up by by expenses that need to be offset in business. And I can't wait. Hey, if you're in the Barbershed Academy and we start dealing with the finances, I think many of y'all will love the financial part. Um, because not only will I sh openly share, you know, what's going on with me and, and um, you know, my operations and my sales behind the chair as a salon suite owner, but um, I plan to bring in actual financial advisors. I plan to bring in actual financial coaches and to help us with everything from from structuring our our, uh, our cash flow or our budgets as um, solo entrepreneurs behind the chair, as well as helping us to plan out how to retire, how to retire in a way, even down to my favorite part tax strategies and, 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 and getting everything ready for taxes so that um, you can have a life that you want. Um, those are going to be really, really exciting. <clears throat> Available in the academy. And um, yeah, be honest. Be honest about what's going on. Second big idea. Second big, second big idea is, is that while you need to be honest and it's okay to be honest how you feel, it's you that has to make the choice not to stay there, not to stay in those feelings, not to dwell in that hardship that you're going through, whether it's in your personal life and your relationships, whether it's financially, whether it's physically, whether it's uh, dealing with clients and troublesome clients and they're worrying you and burning you out no matter what it is to get out of burnout. You have to make a choice to make the step out. It's not going to just happen. Now, you can just kind of just sit and maybe possibly it might get better. But more than likely, it's going to take long time. If you want to get out of burnout, make a choice. Just like David, he says, I will remember. He's making a choice to remember what he believes is true. So the last part, he says, while their taunts break my bones, they scoff. Where is this God of yours? He says, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my savior and my God. And in other words is 
these dudes clowning me and they didn't ask me, where's this God of mine? As I remember who God is in my life, as I remember what he's done, as I remember what he's delivered me from, as I, de- as I remember what he's delivered his people from, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again. My savior, my God. Now, yes, this is not, we're not turning this into a Bible class. And although that would be dope, I would love to uh, do that. However, look at what David is doing. And this is a lesson that, that I learned and I'm trying to put this into the barbering context is it's like do you remember the hope that you had for your business do you remember the the vision that you had do do you remember the good things about your business those great clients that you have do you remember the best parts of your business and do you remember when it used to be bad before and then all of a sudden it got bad all of a sudden it got better do you remember those things that made it better do you remember the type of people you were around the type of conversations you have do you remember that it did not stay the same so while some of you all could possibly be in a bad place now and in a place of burnout I remember that it doesn't stay that way So why am I so sad? Why am I discouraged? It ain't going to stay this way. And especially if I get around a group of people who are like-minded, that's going to sharpen me and challenge me. I got so many books to read to encourage me and give me game and knowledge so I can level up. So many great people coming to the uh, the salon suite that I get a chance and have the opportunity to to have amazing conversations with. Not to mention my personal family, you know, my wife and my kids, especially my kids, to see them growing, to see them be so inspired to do things. (laughs) Why am I so discouraged? Why am I so sad? God has been too good to me for me to stay this way. And not only has he been good, he will continue to be good. That's motivation enough for me personally to take this next step, to fight my way and not give up. Now for me, that next step was finding someone to talk about finding someone to talk to about what I'm really feeling yeah I'm burnt out I'm discouraged everything ain't going right find someone to talk to so for me that's a just a therapist I already got that going we got a financial advisor that's coming up first then the next thing that I then the next thing that I want to point out is that in other passages of scriptures, Solomon, who was the 
wisest, wisest man to ever walk the earth and the, and the wealthiest man to walk the earth. He says in Psalms 19, 20 and 21, get all the advice and instruction you can so you will be wise the rest of your life. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. So for me, I can't put this off on you, but for me, the reason why I know I've been burnt out is because I've been trying to do everything. I've been trying to run the show myself. And for me, I know that the Lord's will will prevail. So I'm trying to align my plans according to his will. But Solomon is giving general principles. So this principle, I'll give it to you. Get all the advice and instruction that you can so that you'll be wise the rest of your life. The way he's writing, he's not writing in the confounds of a church or a Sunday morning service. This is principles for life. General wisdom principles for life. Get the advice. Get the instructions. So you'll be wise the rest of your life. Seek counsel. That's why I'm real big on mentorship and I'm real big on coaching. I'm real big on community now. And that's why Barbershed is built in a way to be a type of a mastermind where we're rubbing off of one another. And these are the things that I want to constantly bring up. These are the things that, that I, I believe are, are important um, to not be isolated, to be in a council of like-minded individuals who are, some are ahead of you and some are behind or some might be a little bit behind you, but it's nothing like learning something new and then teaching it to somebody who might be a step or two behind you. And it, it reinforces what you know, what you believe. And it's kind of like putting jumper cables on you in a way. And in a lot of cases, like you start getting excited about that thing once you start teaching and sharing and pouring to someone else. But this last part of, you know, making a choice to not stay in your feelings, you have to also not give yourself into just saying empty affirmations or give yourself into vain thinking. You know, one of those things, you know, people say, Oftentimes in church or athletes and stuff like that, they always quote, I can do all things with Christ who strengthened me. However, it's all about context too. You gotta have context to your situation. The passage in Philippians, um, that saying comes from Philippians chapter four. Context around there is not saying that you can do anything, whatever you want to do through Christ. That is foolishness. What it's talking about is contentment. It's talking about when whatever stage of life he's in, whether he has a little, whether he has a lot, whether things are going good or whether they're going bad. Because it's Christ that strengthened him. He can endure. That's what the passage is pertaining to. So in burnout, things aren't so great. 
but you can remember when it was when it was great in Christ you can do it you can endure do it you can endure through it I promise you if you just hold on seek wise counsel get all the instruction and advice you can become wise you'll be able to push through not only through burnout but out of burnout look difficulties and and stress are a part of this life that we in and we can't avoid that but it's better to be honest about how you feel and what you're going through in your situation but you have to also remember that your situations and your circumstances change they won't always be the same Fix your mind on those things that are true and reasonable. Seek wise counsel. Seek wise counsel, and avoid empty, empty affirmations and empty talk. Avoid it. It's not helping you. Push through. And if you're finding it difficult to push through, if you need some type of strategy, if if you're trying to figure out, you know, what that next move is. Reach out to me. Um, let's talk. I love to connect with you. My name is Michael Banks, and I am the creative director of Barbershed. Um, where simply, hey, look, now I guess this is what we're doing. We're helping overworked and overwhelmed barbers to creatively and strategically navigate through and out of burnout and build a thriving business behind the chair. Look for more practical ways to learn how to work behind the chair. Even if you're in a situation of burnout, I got tons of game and techniques and tricks to help you navigate when you're like creatively not there. You just, you know, you just don't really feel it. I got tons of game on that. Um, you know, consider uh, enrolling in the Barbershed Academy. Uh, this membership enrollment is opening up um, towards the end of January, and um, your membership, man, it, it, it we're going we're gonna do stuff like monthly group coaching. Um, I'm I'm gonna definitely uh, open up more and give you personal insight on, you know my actual salon suite uh, operation sales share it all uh, my philosophies and my approaches um, we, of course we get into the clipper cut and of course you know all things like enhancements and styling and stuff all you know those things that you want to see but uh, we'll get into things like running starting and running the salon suite marketing branding uh, content creating, using our cameras, you know, whether you're doing video or photography, different things like that. And because of the shared situation and how it's set up, I won't always be the one sharing everything. Sometimes we'll, you know, we'll have guests and um, those, those, those guests have certain skills that I think we all can benefit from. So um, those are the things that I'm looking forward to um, within the Shared Academy this year. Um, other ways that you can support. Hey, if you if you just simply want to just be uh, financial support so that content like this can keep coming, 
and um you know we can bring on guests and thing you know different things like that um consider um first consider subscribing please do uh subscribe and share and leave a comment you know to show your support but other ways you can do it financially is uh all the all the descriptions of different ways that that you can support will be in the bio um man i i appreciate you all listening if you listen this far i appreciate it and uh, if you listen this far then you might as well share it with somebody who you feel like can really benefit from again i'll see you um in the next podcast peace out